of October 25th, 26th, and 27th, 2019, potentially the spookiest weekend of 2019 so Ooh. far. Yeah, sound effects provided by Dory almost <laughs> in the booth with me as always, producer Dory. Hello. I'm Abby Larico. This is an Abby Eats St. Louis small bite. And yes, the fact that this is the weekend before Halloween and Halloween once again falls during the week. During the week. Yeah, and yeah. like right before weekend, which is kind of weird, means that there's a lot of celebrating that has to do with Halloween happening this upcoming weekend. And so we'll tell you a little bit more about that in just a second. Um, Of course, we go through our weekend planner as part of this. Make sure if you haven't listened to it yet, you've downloaded our Hot Charlie's episode. That's our most recent stories episode. Mm -hmm. And that we don't talk about ghosts. We talk about ghost peppers. True. That's a thing. That works. It's still part of your um, Halloween diet, if you will, if you're going for that. And keep letting us know what you think about that. Um, Really awesome hearing such good feedback from people about that episode. And speaking of feedback, we've also heard from a lot of you guys on Instagram when it comes to our weekend planner. Um, Yes. Love getting a lot of those DMs. We've mentioned this before, but I think it's worth mentioning again. A lot of times it's actually producer Dory who sees those. um, She is our Instagram extraordinaire because I am very bad at it. And she's very (laughs) good at it. And so between me being actively bad and her being actively good, this is a good thing. Um, I've had people come up and say, oh, we talked on Instagram. And I felt really bad because I was like, no, I wish you could be talking to Dory right now. (laughs) She's quite pleasant in person as well. Thank you. Um, But people sharing what they're doing with us on Instagram has been pretty cool. Yeah, Dory? We've gotten some of those in our DMs? We got a couple of those this weekend. I shared one of them on our page. Um, We had Kara. She interacts with us a lot on Instagram. She tweeted or Instagrammed a photo of her at the Great Grilled Cheese Off, which we mentioned last week. Yeah, that was great. Um, So when I shared that, we got another message from someone named That Metal Chick. Oh, that that Metal Chick? That Metal Chick. Yeah. She said she went to the O'Fallon Food Trucks, which we also mentioned. So a lot of people taking us up on our suggestions there. That's exactly what we hope to do. Be part of your weekend. Yeah. And just leave a little bit of this in your brain. And so when you're thinking about what to do and you think, oh, St. Louis is boring and I'm always hungry. <laughs> well, guess what? St. Louis has a ton of food-related things for you to do every single weekend. So we love hearing from you all. And we also like having you help settle our debates. debates. I didn't want to call it an argument either. No, it wasn't because, honestly, I love both of these places. Yeah, same. Yep. Same. So last week on the Small Bite, we were talking about being Beast versus salt and smoke, because I know a lot of times there's a conversation about pappies versus sugar Sugar fire. fire, yep. Dory and I had both eaten, I'd eaten beast, you'd eaten salt and smoke. Salt and smoke, yep. And Dory, what are the results of that poll? Little drum roll. Salt and smoke. Um, my hand cramped. I'm glad you said it when you did. <laughs> salt and smoke. Okay, 64% for salt and yeah. smoke, huh? Yeah. I can. Which fl- was my pick, but... I honestly, like I said, love both of them. I also would like to know um, if everybody's gotten a chance to try Beast because until pretty recently it was only in the Metro East in yes. Belleville and now that it's on in the Grove whereas Salt and Smoke has several locations including even now out in St. Charles and yep. so I'd be I'd be curious as to maybe if, that's part of it yeah maybe uh, uh, what is what do they call it in politics it's you know name recognition ah uh, yes maybe yes but e- either way you can't go wrong with either one of no, them no so cannot very delicious stuff and speaking of delicious we've got oh, a couple wait, wait, sorry Yes. We want to let people know where to find us on Instagram. Oh, Dory, you're so Duh. right. That's why I'm that's why I'm the Instagram that's, girl, right? That's that's why yeah, reason number 576 that you're absolutely necessary. <laughs> I got you. To keep back. me on a leash. Yes. <laughs> 
at Abby Eats St. Louis on Instagram. Find us there, interact, we'll do polls, we'll share behind the scenes photos. Just kind of get to know us a little bit more there. Absolutely. We like hearing from you and we like from when you can hear from us. So again, now back to my previously <laughs> scheduled transition. Sorry to Dory. interrupt. No, actually, that's very, very necessary. <laughs> um, food news. Um, this first one was a big one. When I saw it in my email, I was like, ooh, this is this is good news. This Very is always good news. good news. Yes. Nathaniel Reed Bakery is expanding. They're going to be adding, or they already have added, an additional 1,000 square feet. This is for production space. So they're going to be able to double their output, especially when it comes to uh, those lunch boxes that they put together for people mm-hmm. and catering. So really big news for them. They're, they're so big here in St. Louis. Yeah. And I think production is something that you don't think about when it comes to bakeries and things like that. But then think about like Cake Boss. And I know that's a very different type of bakery, but when you think about, you know, this is a lot of production is a big part of not only bakeries in general when they're Mm -hmm. small, but if they're going to get bigger and potentially become, you know, really recognizable names like Nathaniel Reed has already been on track to be, um, then you need the space to do it. So that's good news. Hopefully that means that that expansion across like name name recognition, if right. you will, continues to expand for them as well around the country. Yes. And also, we learned a little bit more this week about Recess STL, which we talked about last yes. week. So I had reached out to them. They got back with me, learned some really interesting things about this. So it's going to be a pop-up in the Grove hmm. um, opening November 15th, they believe. It'll be around for about six or seven months at this time, which would put it right into the beginning of summer. So I wonder if they would expand that. I'm not quite sure. Um, Everything is going to be inside. So even though you've got this image of recess outside, actually, it's all going to be inside. Indoor recess. Indoor recess, which is perfect for us in these cold winter months that Mm -hmm. are going to be coming up. And it's going to be huge. 50,000 square feet. Wow. Yes. Enough room for like 700 or so people inside and 350 people will be able to be playing games inside. Wow. Which is a big deal because a lot of times those places get really crowded and only two right. people per like, can play. Yeah, right. per dozen can even be playing something. Right. Okay. What kind of games are we talking about here? So they're going to have bocce ball courts, which I love. Fun. Lots of ping pong tables, Nintendo games, Connect Four. Lawn darts, a lot of, sorry, lawn darts, the safe kind. Let me add that. I almost glossed over that. So, a lot of the, yes, a lot of the things you think of as being outside, they will have inside. But also, they're bringing air bowling to St. Louis. I have never heard of this, and they say there's nowhere else in St. Louis that has this. It's basically you take a football and you throw it at bowling pins, kind of like horseshoes but with bowling pins and a football. So two things I'm bad at combined. (laughs) Awesome. Perfect. Can't wait. Yes. (laughs) So that'll be coming here in about a month or actually a couple weeks, I guess. Wow. Yeah, I know. Isn't it crazy that November is almost here? Almost here. Wow. Wow. Okay, but let's throw it back then for this next story. I'm interested to hear a little bit more about this one, Dory. Yes. So I dug into this. This was based off of our conversation with David Wieglars of Still 630. We talked to him with the uh, Canned Cocktails episode. He is so cool. Oh, love that guy. And I loved listening back to our interview with him. So he said something during our interview that per- like perked both of our ears, I think, when he mentioned that they just passed a law that will establish Missouri bourbon whiskey. So I dug into that a little bit more. It was signed this summer. Everything goes into place in January. But basically, it establishes a class of whiskey that is Missouri-made loved everything Missouri here. Um, kind of putting it in a class with Kentucky and Tennessee where they have their own types of whiskey. That's so cool. So we're in that sort of same class, which is really neat. And he said this is such a, makes sense so much for Missouri because 
We've got the corn here that needs to be used for it. We've got the oak barrels that are made here. Everything is made and done in Missouri. That's Great awesome. marketing plan. Yes, marketing yep. plan. I mean, tourism, when you think about that kind of stuff, that winds up being a really big deal. There's a lot of um, a lot to be said for the idea of, you know, trying to brand It sets anything. us apart, yeah. It's that, that really, I think, sets us apart for sure. Um, and I really did enjoy that episode. And since you mentioned it, um, if you wanted to go back dear listener, and check out any of our old story episodes, um, especially now that it's colder and you're spending more time inside, like mm-hmm. cleaning your floors. If mm-hmm. you're anything like me, you're just inside folding or cleaning something. Yep. Um, then a lot of podcasts you can listen to if you missed any of the old ones. That one is about, the, it's called The True Spirit of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And so we talk about spirits. That'll warm your soul. Yes. So, Dory, what is the best thing you had to eat this week? And I've been waiting this whole time to figure to <laughs> hear your answer because you kind of teased me at the beginning. I teased you a I'm going to kind of throw a little uh, curveball at you, if you will. It's not the best thing I ate this week, but it's the best thing that my dog ate this week. <laughs> Milo. Milo. He just celebrated his ninth birthday. Yes, my he puppy. did. Happy birthday, Milo. Yes, my sweet boy. Um I got him a cake. Of course I got him a cake. Of course. Because I'm crazy dog mom. I got him a cake from Treats Unleashed. Nice. Let me just tell you, I walked into their bakery, the one in Brentwood. Mm. It smelled so good inside. It's very tempting. It was so tempting. I've gone to the one in the Central West End a couple times. Uh, Yeah, I was accused of almost buying things for myself there because everything just smelled so great. They did a great job decorating that cake. It looked so cute. It was a uh, yogurt shell topping with a peanut butter flavor inside. He Almost a, he would have eaten the entire thing if I let him. Aww. I know. He loved it. So the best thing that my dog ate this week. But he also had Lion's Choice for dinner. <laughs> Man, if you're going this all out for the big 09. What are you going to do 09. for 10? Two sandwiches? Double the cake? I don't Dang, know. okay. He would take it. I wish I could have my birthday party at Dory's house. <laughs> that sounds fun. What about you? Um, So <laughs> mine's a little different. I went to Visia. <laughs> That's pretty good, Mine too. Mine required a reservation. Um, but, no, it was, you know, so I'd been to Visia before, but never for mm-hmm. the chef's tasting dinner. And Ooh. I had that. And it's a little pricey, I'm going to be honest. Um, it's about $55 per person. And everybody at the table needs to be on board mm-hmm. with this because they bring just every all the food, family style. And it was just really good, though. I mean, it was cool to be able to just see what they wanted me to eat seasonally at Missia mm-hmm. and the kind of stuff they – they always come up with such great stuff. But then, like, the turnip shell tacos were still there, which is their staple. Um, that kind of forces you to try things that maybe you wouldn't have tried yeah, before. Yeah, for sure. Like mm-hmm. the beef, the grass-fed beef. I wouldn't have gone to Visia thinking I should get beef, but it was – phenomenal and I purposely made myself stop eating it so that I'd have a little bit of leftovers for Saturday and I nice. I appreciated that and it was just cool to see Michael Galena one of the food and wine oh, best chefs of yes. 2019 sitting there in the kitchen working on my meal because that is so cool I mean it made it made it seem like a good fair price now that I've paid the bill and I've walked away and I can't go <laughs> back from it now. It was an experience, not just about good food, but like the whole atmosphere and experience totally. of it. Yeah, Exactly. Very That's cool. how I justify going out yeah. to eat sometimes. <laughs> um, so that was last weekend, though. A lot of good things to do this weekend in the St. Louis area, especially if you like Halloween, yes. as we mentioned earlier. Lots of spooky things. And we got to start with the legendary Central West End Halloween Street Party it coming up. It is so good. Yes, this Saturday. Now, the daytime, there actually are a lot of things that you can 
can do with the family, the whole family. There will be trick-or-treating for the kids at the local businesses and a costume uh, parade and party for kids and for your four-legged friends. A lot of dogs always participate in that. Yes, but then as the sun sets, it turns into a 21 and up crowd (laughs) bash, which I have not been to because I just moved back here, but... Uh, Abby? You, you... Yeah, I've been to both things. I've done the um, nighttime activities a couple times, and that's fun. I mean, if you like a good crowd and a good DJ and to see just people hanging out in the streets, that's fun. And all the people watching, yeah. Yeah, a lot of good people watching, of course. But during the daytime is super fun, too. Mia and I went, my dog and I went last year mm-hmm. as I was Rafiki, and she was baby Simba. Oh, and I, I just I remember seeing <laughs> yes. that picture. <laughs> and so we both have to post some pictures of our dogs on Instagram. Okay, yes, week. we can do that. Um, and I'm just holding her up in the air, like in her little baby Simba thing. Um, we got Adorable. there like two minutes too late to register for the costume contest, though. So I'm thinking about going again this year, mm. just as the, in the same costume to do try it. to do it. I'm not sure. It's always super fun though, and it's a good excuse to check out the things that are changing and happening in the Central West End. Yep. Um, again, though, a lot of different. Halloween activities going on this weekend. Not all of them are specifically food related, but we did want to give a few some shout outs here. Mm-hmm. So the Central West End event is on Saturday. Before that, on Friday um, begins the Pumpkin Glow on Historic Main Street in St. Charles. That's when they line the street with hundreds of jack-o'-lanterns. The stores down there, which often close kind of early, will mm-hmm. stay open late. Um, it's not trick-or-treating per se. Um, they're not necessary. It's not like an organized trick-or-treating event, but you know, why not show up in a uh, costume? And right. There's a lot of different fun things to do there. Um, Friday through Sunday is the Science Spooktacular at the Science Center. That's where they promise science thrills. Ooh. Yeah, which, cool. Halloween long, with yeah. science. Yeah, Halloween and learning. Say, <laughs> that, nothing wrong with that. Sometimes science can be crazy scary. Yeah. Um, it's a free event, as always, at the Science Center, and they're going to have different hands-on activities and stuff, so that's fun. Um, costumes are encouraged at this one. Also not a trick-or-treating event, but that's okay. Get candy somewhere afterwards. Yeah. And then um, also this weekend, Halloween weekend at the St. Louis Zoo. That's when the zoo is going to be decorated with some, they say, non-scary Halloween decorations, yes. which is good for people like me. Kid-friendly. Yes. You <laughs> might even get to see the animals eat some pumpkin treats, which I think is kind of fun. Very cute. Yeah. Again, not a trick-or-treating event, but costumes are always encouraged at this kind of stuff. Well, you know, kids, when they get their costume, they just want to wear it nonstop. So yeah. they have like plenty of options this weekend to do that. That's a really trick-or-treating. Yeah, exactly. Um, so something not necessarily Halloween related, but definitely fall related happening Saturday and Sunday in Kimswick, the Apple Butter Festival. This is their biggest so adorable. event. I know. Don't you just like saying that? Yes. Apple Butter Festival. Um, this is their biggest event of the year a hundred thousand people are expected so be prepared you bring your patience but also come with an empty stomach because they're going to have all of the places open there that you can just stroll through town visit everything get your apple butter for the year that sounds so yummy 500 vendors they're expecting that's crazy i bet you they're going to be some free samples too oh yes so that's definitely worth checking out and you know once again let us know what you wound up getting into this weekend we're at abby eat st louis on instagram as dory so wonderfully reminded us (laughs) at the beginning of the podcast and speaking of dory i wanted to give one more big shout out to my partner in crime here because my girl got married (laughs) dory got married Uh, we sort of just ran off in a way and we went to the courthouse and did the thing you went to the courthouse (laughs) and did the damn thing and congratulations dory you You and jason you guys have been together for a while and you know you just decided you were going to do it on your time and your way and i think there's nothing more special and romantic so congratulations make sure you let dory know how happy you are for her on our instagram too at abby eats st louis uh email us podcast at ksd 
50k.com. Give us a subscription, rate us, review us. Um, and again, do it for Dory and her wedded bliss. Oh, if thank not you. for the podcast, do it for Dory, right? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening once again. We'll be back in your feed next week with another fun special episode. Ooh, a sort of Halloween related one, too. Yeah, I kind of forgot to even like plug that yeah, too much. Yeah, we need but to, yeah. It'll be pretty sweet. Yes. Until then, though, seize the plate. Mm-hmm.